music by Lawrence Axelrod, a movement called Tempo Primo from his piece Fantasia Number no. 5. We heard the Ensemble Nouvelle Epoque, conducted by the composer himself. This is from an album called The Six Brandenburg Fantasias. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today's program is called Out of Time. I'm featuring music by composers who are inspired by older forms, like Fantasias or the Brandenburg Concertos, but I also thought it'd be fun to play music by composers who feel that they have been born out of time, that if they have been born in a different time, the music that they're writing might be more in step with what is currently trending. Always a very interesting topic. So on today's program, we're going to hear part of a concerto grosso, a fugue, a passacaglia, even a rag, all written by contemporary composers. We're going to return to this disc by Lawrence Axelrod a little bit later in the program, another piece that he wrote inspired by the Brandenburg Concertos, But first, let's turn to a disc by Jerome Lowenthal, solo piano music by George Rockberg, Paul Chihara, and Ned Roram. I'm going to play music by Paul Chihara. These are from his Bagatelles. Of course, the Bagatelle is itself an older form, but the two movements that I'm going to play, Misty Fugue and Kleine Toccata, also refer to older forms. So here we have older forms kind of wrapped up within an older form, the Bagatelle, which dates back to the 17th century. I think we all know what a fugue is, but I'll explain the toccata briefly. The toccata is a virtuosic keyboard piece, usually for piano these days, but it dates back to the late Renaissance. Let's have a listen. This is Jerome Lowenthal performing music by Paul Chihara, Misty Fugue and Kleine Toccata.
Two pieces inspired by older forms for the keyboard. We heard Kleine Toccata, and before that, Misty Fugue, music by Paul Chihara, performed by Jerome Lowenthal. I'm calling today's show Out of Time, featuring composers who are inspired by older forms. And certainly, the Pasacalia is a form that has continued to inspire composers all the way into the contemporary era. The Pasacalia appeared in Spain in the 17th century, and it features often an ostinato bass pattern, a repeated bass pattern over which the piece develops. And that's certainly the case for the Pasacalia we're about to hear by composer Michael McLean, which is the second movement of his suite for viola and orchestra. This is Roger Myers, the viola soloist, performing with the London Symphony Orchestra, Michael Francis conducting Pasacalia by Michael McLean.
beautiful music by Michael McLean, commissioned by Roger Myers, who was also the viola soloist performing there with the London Symphony Orchestra, Michael Francis conducting. That's Passacaglia, the second movement of the suite for viola and orchestra by Michael McLean. Let's return to this disc by Lawrence Axelrod, Six Brandenburg Fantasias. A fantasia, or a fantasy, is a piece that's really open-ended. It allows the composer to be very, very creative and not necessarily pay attention or adhere to a strict form. I'm going to read from the program notes. In 2002, I decided to write a series of works that would be companion pieces to each of J.S. Bach's Brandenburg Concerti. These would not be Baroque imitations, but simply take their inspiration from the great possibilities inherent in Bach's unique and interesting orchestration. Let's hear two movements from the Fantasia Number no. 2 for solo flute, solo violin, harpsichord, and strings. We're going to hear Movement 2, titled Metronome Marking Equals 52, a very slow piece, and then we're going to hear Movement 3, Con Forza, with force. Our performers are Mary Stolper Flute, Desiree Rustrat Violin, Robert McConnell Harpsichord, and the string players from Ensemble Nouvelle Epoque, all conducted by the composer Lawrence Axelrod.
from a piece called Fantasia Number no. 2. This is from a great disc, the six Brandenburg Fantasias, or Fantasies, by Lawrence Axelrod. Again, a fantasy is kind of a freewheeling, open-ended piece in which the composer is not adhering to any strict form. So here, we're not inspired by an older form per se, but we're inspired by the original orchestration in the Brandenburg Concerti by Bach. And what a great job the composer has done in the orchestration for these companion pieces for the Brandenburg Concerti. We heard movements 2 and 3 from Fantasia Number no. 2, our performers were Mary Stolper, Desiree Rustrat, and Robert McConnell, with the string players from Ensemble Nouvelle Epoque, conducted by the composer Lawrence Axelrod. As soon as I saw the title of the next disc, I knew it would be perfect for this show. It's called Past Recollections, and then I opened it up to give it a listen, and I read this from the composer, Carl Volrath. Had I been born 20 or even 10 years earlier, my music would be regarded as part of the mainstream style of composition. However, at this time, we should consider it a kind of neo-impressionistic, pan-diatonic, jazz-blues style, with some folk elements thrown into the mix. In turn, I believe the title of this collection is appropriate, and the music may inspire listeners to be reminded of times past. I had a listen, and I really enjoyed the music, and I think that not only is he a great composer, but he's also something of a musicologist, having coined his own term. I don't know about you, but I had never heard of neo-impressionistic pan-diatonic jazz blues style before, but it absolutely fits this music. Let's have a listen to a movement from the piece, Past Recollections. This is movement one, Piazzolla in Paris. Here are Michael Norsworthy clarinet and Yoko Hagino, performing music by Carl Volrath. Thank you. 
The music is very lyrical and beautiful, but at the same time, to me, it's just dripping in nostalgia. There's this absolute yearning for times gone by that will never come again in that music. Also very reminiscent to me of a poignant Piazzolla slow movement, which is, of course, what he's referencing. We heard Piazzolla in Paris, the first movement of past recollections from a disc by the same name by composer Carl Volrath. And here we definitely have a composer who feels he had been born out of time. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. The theme of today's program is Out of Time, composers paying homage to older forms or who perhaps feel they themselves were born out of time. For streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, and for our podcast, you can visit relevanttones.com. The theme of today's program is Out of Time. I'm playing composers who are inspired to pay homage either to older forms, like a fugue or a passacaglia, concerto grosso, things that we don't at all associate with the modern era, or composers like Carl Vorath, who feel that they were perhaps born out of time and that their music is not quite in sync with what's in vogue at the moment. The next piece I want to play is from a very interesting disc by composer and pianist Timo Andres. The disc is called Home Stretch, and it refers to a piece that he wrote originally to be performed as a companion piece to a Mozart piano concerto. But that's not what I'm going to play. I'm going to play another piece, which is actually a Mozart piano concerto, the Coronation Concerto, or Piano Concerto Number 26. This is the last concerto that Mozart composed, but it was unfinished at the time of his death. The vast majority of the left-hand part was not written down, and he did not finish any of the cadenzas. So here we're going to hear Timo Andres' completion of the piece. And because he's composing the left-hand part for the piece, he has a lot of sway over the harmonies. And most of the time, he's written the kinds of harmonies that you would expect from Mozart that are dictated from the right-hand part. But he's also taken some liberties, and I think they make for some very magical moments in the piece when we hear harmonies that Mozart definitely would not have written Let's have a listen. This is the second movement of the Piano Concerto Number no. 26 by Mozart, here reimagined by Timo Andres, who will also be the piano soloist, performing with a Metropolis Ensemble, led by Andrew Sear.
interesting experiment. We hear pianist and composer Timo Andres finishing or even recomposing the second movement of Mozart's last piano concerto, the Coronation Concerto. Makes for some very interesting moments when the clearly classical sound gives way to something a little bit more modern sounding, certainly some sounds that Mozart would not himself have written. We heard the Metropolis Ensemble, Timo Andres himself at the piano, conducted by Andrew Sear. I have to ask your indulgence a little bit for the next piece, because it was composed in 1938, which hardly makes it a contemporary piece, and yet I was completely blown away to discover that it exists, and in fact, I think most people would be, because hardly anybody knew that it existed before it was discovered in 2009. This is by George Pearl, and the pianist Michael Brown discovered it with the composer's widow when he was rummaging through a box of manuscripts and sketches they found this piece inspired by, of all things, a Baroque suite. And I say that because George Pearl is perhaps best known for his dodecaphonic music in the 60s and 70s. So this is hardly a composer I would have thought would be inspired by older forms. And yet, this is a perfect Baroque suite. We have an Alimand, a Courant, a Sarabande, Gavotte, and Gig. And it's a wonderful piece of music, too. Let's have a listen. This is the world premiere recording by pianist Michael Brown. Classic suite by George Pearl.
fun music. That's five movements from a Baroque suite by George Pearl, a composer, again, I would not have thought would be inspired by such an older form, and yet he did a perfect job. We have the Aleman, Courant, Sarabande, Gavotte, and Gigue, all the things you would normally expect to find in a Baroque suite. This is the world premiere recording. The piece was discovered by the pianist Michael Brown shortly after the composer's death in 2009. And so this is the first time that most of us have heard this piece, Classic Suite by George Pearl. I said at the top of the program that we would have a rag, and perhaps you are surprised to hear that there are composers writing ragtime in this day and age, but actually there are quite a few of them. I was very impressed by how many we were able to find when we were doing research. I want to play a piece by Reginald R. Robinson called Man Out of Time, and this is in fact where I got the title of the program today. Reginald is a fantastic pianist and composer. He's also the winner of the MacArthur Genius Grant, a very charismatic performer, somebody if you ever have the chance to see, I would highly recommend that you take that chance. Of course, ragtime is not nearly as old a form as the Baroque and classical forms that we've been hearing, but for me at least, there's something always very transportive about the music. If I hear a ragtime piece, I feel I'm immediately transported back to that time. So let's transport back to that time with Reginald R. Robinson and his piece, Man Out of Time.
Music inspired by Ragtime by composer and pianist Reginald R. Robinson. We heard him performing his original piece, Man Out of Time. And that says it all, I think. Reginald has said many times that as a composer and pianist, he feels he might have been born in the wrong time. He's absolutely in love, and I think you can feel it with this Ragtime music. It's very infectious. The last piece I have time for on the program today is a concerto grosso. Concerto Grosso is a form going back to the Baroque era that features multiple soloists. And the piece I want to play is called Concerto Grosso for String Orchestra. It's by Maria Newman, and it's from her disc, The Art of the Chamber Orchestra, Book One. We have time to hear one movement, so we're going to hear the third movement, Allegro Energico. Here is the Malibu Coast Chamber Orchestra, Scott Hussfeld, conducting.
the third movement from a modern concerto grosso for string orchestra by Maria Newman. of Scott Hosfeld leading the Malibu Coast Chamber Orchestra. Definitely inspired by an older form here, inspired by Baroque music. Well, that's all the time we have for this program today, Out of Time. Music by composers who themselves feel they were born out of time. Maybe their timeline doesn't quite jive with what's in fashion or this idea that old forms still continue to inspire composers today in the modern era. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Rory Hartong-Redden. You can find us as a podcast on iTunes, and for more information about the program and the artists we've featured, and for streaming versions of all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of GCM Grubner, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, the Amphion Foundation, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.